Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So keep that in mind. Yeah, hey, forget I asked. <laughs> That'll definitely It'll, do. Ew. Join the f- Discord. It was the least fun I've ever had playing this game. A small but vibrant and extremely humble community. No, I've seen the sleeves, but I'm like, you said you're suiting up and then you put your sleeve on. Thank you for saying that. Because I'm a demon on the keys. Next thing I know, we're both dead. I immediately left the lobby. In Vietnam. What are they playing for? Are they playing to win? <laughs> Stay humble. Stay humble. We are live! Welcome to The Drop Shot, episode number 38. My name is Casey, also known as Razanon. I am joined, as always, by my good friend Tanner. Tanner, say hello to everyone. What's going on, everybody? And today, this episode is going to be a bit light in the ass, as, uh... As Brian Callen, friend of Chris D'Elia, Chris de pedophilia, Chris deleted, uh, would say. Uh, we'll get to that maybe. Um, so a couple announcements to make a lot of iTunes reviews. If you're not into that kind of thing, make sure you listen for the second jingle and you can skip over all of that. Uh, and we have a couple patch notes, playlist updates to go over, and then a couple news items to go over as well. Uh the news items are interesting and worthy of speculation, which we will be doing. We are very, uh, we're very heavy on the speculation on the drop shot, a Call of Duty podcast. So keep those things in mind. Pritch can't stay for the stream, but here's some bits for my favorite Cali cunts. Let's fucking go! Hell yeah, Pritch! Thank you for stopping by, dude. I'm sorry you can't stay, but, you know, I love to see you go. Objectifying you. Uh, thank you for the support, dude. Thank you for the bits, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate it very much, uh, you Australian sick cunt. And uh, I hope you have an excellent rest of your day, sir. I appreciate the support, man. I appreciate the bitties. Now, Thanks, brother. A couple announcements. This one I'm very excited about. Uh, we will see how it goes. Not all the details are ironed out yet. But um, 
here it goes. Uh, we're going to start our Patreon uh, in like two weeks. What's the next month? July? 1st of July. The 1st of July, we will be launching a Patreon. Now, what does that mean for you, listener, viewer? Well, if you don't want it to mean anything for you, it won't mean a goddamn thing. Because we're still going to be doing the exact same thing we're doing now. And everything that... All the, the two episodes a week we have now are not going to change. We're going to continue releasing two episodes a week at the same times, at the same place. And they're still going to be free as fuck. So, if you enjoy the podcast, if you've been enjoying it, uh, your experience will not change when the Patreon gets released. We're not going to start locking Saturday episodes. Uh, we're not going to do anything like that. So everything that's free right now will continue to be free. Uh, and that is that. But uh, we... I, I was saying this before the stream, actually. We have a lot of ideas for a lot of, like, more content we could be doing and giving and a lot more value we could be bringing to you guys. Um... And so we are going to start a Patreon to that effect. Uh, another big impetus for this is obviously money. Um, if the Patreon wildly uh, exceeds our expectations, we might be able to quit our bullshit nine to five jobs and do this full time. I don't anticipate that's going to be the case, but it is possible. So we're going to try it. Uh, Regardless. And uh, there's also, of course, there's going to be shit in it for anyone who supports. We're not just panhandling here, and we'll go over that. But um, another reason is because uh, this way Tanner can get uh, quite a bit more money, uh, potentially. Because it's a lot easier to divvy that up than, uh, than streams and, and shit like that. So, um, one of the things... so. We're thinking, we don't know for sure now, but we're thinking tier one will be like five bucks a month. Uh, gold patrons, what we're going to call it. You'll see why. Uh, and it's just going to be two bonus episodes a month. So you pay five bucks a month. Uh, you get two bonus episodes per month. So one every two week bonus on top of the two a week we're already doing. So that would be a total of 10 episodes a month as opposed to eight. Um, that's about all we would have time for right now. Uh, so you would get that. And then we were, were thinking of having like platinum patron, which would be that plus uh, you could submit like gameplay breakdowns that we could review on stream. And I think I had another idea. I'm actually sure I had another idea. Let me see if I can pull it up quickly. Um, here we go. Yeah. Uh, and suggest a Patreon topic. So, uh, so if you're a platinum patron, you can say, Hey, we're going to have a discord channel for it. And then you can say like, Hey, you guys should do an episode, a Patreon episode on fucking whatever this topic. And then we'll do it if it's a good topic. Uh, and then that in addition to the gameplay breakdowns and then a Damascus patron would be the final tier. So you'd get all that other shit. And then we were thinking of releasing a shirt for those people that has the original logo on it, which looks like this. Uh, we could also do like an emote logo, maybe a read a book emote logo. The emote's not out yet, so we're not sure. Uh, and then we would also 
allow these people to suggest a Saturday podcast episode. So everyone would see the Saturday episodes. They could do that and then like shout them out at the end of the pod. Um, so the main incentive to do, to be a patron at all would of course be the two bonus episodes. Eventually we want to do four. So like one bonus episode a week so that we're totaling three episodes every week, but we're not sure we have time to do that right now. We are pretty sure we could do an extra two a month right now. So, um, that would be the main benefit for anyone that would want to be a, a patron, but the other two tiers, I don't know, maybe some people would be interested in those things, maybe not. Uh, so that's just what we're, th what we're thinking right now. If you guys have any ideas for any of that, let me know in the discord, tag me, tag Tanner and say, Hey, this is a good idea. This is a shit idea, etc." Uh, and then, yeah, we can go over more shit like that later. It's not live yet. It's not going to be live until July 1st. So the details, nothing's finalized, but that's basically where my head's at now. But I would appreciate your guys' input uh, on any of that. So, Yeah, no, your guys' input would actually be extremely important. So It's super important, yeah, because we don't really know. Uh, you know, we have a rough idea of what people would like, but we don't know. And we've gotten some suggestions that are not feasible. Excuse me, that are not feasible. So for example, like, oh, like you, you play with patrons or whatever for like a Saturday. It's like, we, we can't do that. We don't have time because what if we get fucking 20 patrons at that tier? It's like, we can't play on a Saturday with all, with all of those people. So, uh, submit an idea. If it's not feasible, then we won't do it. It's not a big deal, but, um, yeah, that's that. But yeah, we would appreciate all of your guys' input on what sounds good, what sounds bad. If you have any other ideas, let us know. Um, but yeah, that'll be coming on July 1st, so keep your eyes peeled for that. And last announcement uh, about iTunes reviews. So as you guys know, if we read iTunes, if you rate the podcast five stars on iTunes and you write a review, we will read it. Doesn't matter what it says. If you edit your review, it shows up to us as new. Now, I'm starting to catch on to this, and we're not reading someone's review more than once. So if you write a review, thanks. If we read it, thanks. If you edit your review thinking we're going to read it again, we're not. We're not going to. I think one person has an edited review right now, which I'm going to read, because I'm not sure, and I didn't really care to check. But this is the last time you're getting away with it. So if you want to write a review and a five-star rating, fantastic. Um, if you want to edit that review, great. I'm not reading the edit, though. I'm only reading it once. So figure it the fuck out. So keep those things in mind. Um, without further ado, any announcements from young, uh, young Mr. Tanner? No, but I'm excited. I'm actually excited to get into these reviews. Okay, great. I'm good to go. All right. So, as we've said, uh, this is the section of the podcast where I read five-star iTunes reviews for the Drop Shot of Call of Duty podcast. If you write a review on iTunes and you rate the podcast five stars, you can write whatever the fuck you want, and I'm going to read it. Doesn't matter what it says. <laughs> uh, I think I've made this clear by now because a lot of the reviews are completely fucking outrageous. Uh, so here are a couple ideas for you guys, and if you have any other creative ideas, again, I don't care. I literally don't care what you write, 
if it's five stars, I'll read it. That is the only <laughs> criterion for having your review read on the Drop Shot of Call of Duty podcast. So here we go. Jay Bunny, best COD podcast. This one's formatted too. You guys can see it on the screen here. Raz and Tanner. I'm a longtime COD player and I love that you are all you all are doing this. Could we play together? I'm looking to get better so I can start to enter Warzone tournaments. Okay, she's about to get a lot of friend requests. Here's my Activision ID. JBunny hashtag 5720852. And also, if you want to see my gameplay, my Twitch is JBunny. J-A-Y-B-U-N-N-I. Go smash the follow button, boysh. Is this actually a female? It well, the name is J Bunny, so I would assume so. Yeah. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah. You can look into it. So, I also am trying to switch from PS4. Yes, I know I'm a console peasant. To PC, I want to become a full-time streamer. I just need to transition over to a gaming PC setup. And if anyone wants to help me do that, donate to help me do that. My Venmo is at J Bunny. That is at J A Y B U N N I. Please keep doing what you're doing. The content is much appreciated. Hell fucking yeah, Jay Bunny. Well, I appreciate your moxie, your enthusiasm. If I remember to add you, I will do that. Uh, if I don't remember to, then you can always join the fucking Discord. Link is in the show notes. And then you can find my uh, gamer tag as well as Tanner's um, in the Discord in the About Me section which should be the first uh, first header. But thank you for the five stars. Jay Bunny, and I hope that your Venmo at J-A-Y-B-U-N-N-I is blown up. And your Twitch stream at J-A-Y-B-U-N-N-I is also blown up. So, Next one, Mr. Down, great content and entertaining. These are hard times. The world seems like it's in total chaos. You worry about your job, paying bills, and just trying to keep a level head. KC... <laughs> My name is absolutely not an acronym, by the way. So, Mr. Hey, Mr. Downs, my name is C-A-S-E-Y, not K-C. That's Jake. So, is it actually Jake? That's Jake. That's what I assume. Isn't it Jake Down? It's Jake. Okay. Well, I'll keep that in mind. Uh, Casey and Tanner, thank you for this podcast. Very helpful information and very entertaining. You make me laugh. P.S. I love the announcements. Don't feel like you have to rush through it. Keep that in mind. Well, Mr. Downs, um, I very much appreciate the five-star review. And if this is, in fact, Jake, uh, please let me fucking know. Five gifted subs. Let's fucking go. Benny back with the five gifterinos. Jen, Jex, NFX, uh, Rambo, Heem, Ivik. Buff Bunny 4, aka the Drop Thought, Thousand, and WLITO3. Welcome to this small but vibrant and extremely humble community. Benny, thank you so much for the fucking five gifted subs. Sir, I appreciate the support, Benny. First time here dropping five subs. The mad fucking lad, dude. Let's go. Benny, thank you so much, dude. Honored, humbled, and of course, privileged um so keep that keep that in mind now let's see what it's else not do we jake have down, here. By the way. it's not jake down interesting interesting 
All right, so let's see what do we have here next. Um. Okay, so this is the first time I have to actually veto a podcast review, and here's why. The podcast review is five stars. It is called Pup Punk. The title is Uwu, like those weebs type in chat. Uwu, and the review, which is which has been truncated by me. I've made an executive decision to truncate this review. Is the entire lyrics, a complete set of lyrics to the song Helena by My Chemical Romance. Now, is this a great song? Yes. Was it a seminal part of my middle school experience? Wouldn't say seminal. I was listening to Disturbed at the time, which is just as embarrassing. But I liked this song, and I still do, in fact. Uh... Did I think about playing the instrumental version on YouTube and then reading your review, but really singing it to the instrumental version of Helena by My Chemical Romance live at twitch.tv slash Razanon? Yes. Now, if this were two weeks ago, I would have fucking done it, but I don't want my channel to get DMCA'd. Uh, which has been going on all over Twitch. So unfortunately, I can't do that for you. But if you guys want to read this review by Pup, by Pup Punk, okay, go listen to Helena by My Chemical Romance. <laughs> this person actually said you can write a podcast review that are the lyrics to a My Chemical Romance song, and I'll read it. And uh, he, he called my bluff. I'm not reading the whole fucking set of lyrics it's a good song to my chemical romance helena but it is a great song long ago just like the first okay, you die to get in again we are <laughs> all right i tried i was gonna do an acapella version but my co-host is telling me to move on so do we have like 40 reviews here don't dmca me twitch all right so this next one is from <clears throat> IJGBIBTHBB change it change now. it now is good there aren't even vowels it's not it's unpronounceable it's unpronounceable I don't know how what uh, suffix that would get but the, the, the title okay the title is love you guys hey guys love the podcast if you could give a shout out to my YouTube channel the OG 800 I would love it well, there you go, the OG 800. Hey, at least your YouTube channel name isn't fucking dumb like your iTunes name is. Uh, but go check him out on YouTube, the OG 800, 800. And thank you for the review, sir. Next one is from Hammer Mark 48, I guess. H-A-M-R space M-K space 48. Great podcast. Let's go Florida, fear the deep. Is this a sports reference? Or is this I, I like a... Know. Maybe they're just a big fan of the state of Florida. I don't know. Is there a national bird like a catfish? That was a terrible joke. Doesn't matter. I don't know what fear the deep means here in this context. Let's look it up. Well, you can look it up. But uh, but Hammer Mark nothing, so. 48. Uh, I bet you it's like a college football team's like hoorah thing. Fear Wait. the deep. I think deep. it's the I think it's the Florida Call of Duty team. Oh my god, is it actually the Mutineers? I googled it and it says stay out of the water, fear the deep. 
don't ever reference CDL on this podcast again. But uh, thank you, you for the review, review, dude. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> CDL references are fine as long as they're not spec ops. So this next one's from Kyle Wicca. The title of this review is review. Very apt. Good job with the pod. Don't know what to say, lol. Well, you're doing a great <laughs> job so far. And then here's where you fuck up. You should have ended your review there, right? Because the next sentence is, Tanner should talk more, though. In my opinion, he makes good points. <laughs> Keep it up with an exclamation point. I don't need to talk point. for three hours to get my point through. Well, like you know Raz. what? No, no, no. I can hey. say one sentence and get my point through. Tanner, what do you think of this review? I think it's a great review. Do you think it's a great review? I think it's a five-star review. Thank okay. you, Kyle Wicca. Yeah. All right, Kyle Wicca. I'll keep that in mind. Thank you, though. Tanner does have good points, though. But he's, well. al he's allowed to talk as much as he fucking wants. So if he isn't talking uh, to your satisfaction, then take it up with him. That's don't, not what the coast says. Don't put me What's... on blast in okay. the iTunes review section. Okay. Okay, what? He beats me. He beats me behind closed doors. I'm sure, doors. dude. No, I deny these allegations. I was going to make a, another Crystalia joke. Yeah. You're going to make a ton of those, so go easy on it. Yeah. Uh, this next one is Locking Butt Read. Don't know what that means. Change it also. Frost Dog 22 is me is the title of this review. I am 12 years old, and I want coffee, and I am trying to get a PC. Okay. That's <laughs> the end of the review so uh like locking butt read change it thanks for the analytics frost dog 22 also known as that and 12 year olds are too young to drink coffee so get better parents that don't put dumb ideas in your head like that okay skill ganon 29 drop shot okay but mike righteous is the goat this review amused me love the podcast but i love the new mike righteous album suicycle that just dropped on the eighth more okay if you get a chance check out his stuff on youtube his fire in the booths are epic and i've been listening to his new album non-stop mike is the goat of uk rappers Keep up the good work, guys. Well, skill Ganon 29. Thanks for the analytics. I didn't know this was a fucking SoundCloud rapper stream, though. Yeah? Wait, yeah? Is a this... UK rapper? Probably a UK SoundCloud rapper is my guess. You is are my fake guess. news. Hey, is this, is this the fuck? Is this Raz of the Chaz? Is this his SoundCloud album? <laughs> is his name Mike Righteous? Did he just release Suicycle? Okay. Well, thanks for the analytics, you stupid bitch. Uh, the album, once again, is Mike Righteous, uh, or is by Mike Righteous. It is called Suicycle. Uh, so if you're into if you're into UK rappers, <laughs> then you can uh, you can check that out. Tanner and I do not listen to rap at all. Uh, that's why I don't I don't know I, I don't have any input on this really but i'm sure some people like rap if you think it's good it might actually be pretty good so if you're into rap if you're english maybe then you can go check that out mike righteous suicycle so this next one is i eat ass 
it's actually I eat DAS, but he was probably trying to get past a, a content filter. The Drop Shop, a little sarcasm, is the name of this review. Hi, I'm Razanon. I am a console peasant. I have an extremely small PP, and I usually like to say it a couple times in my podcasts. <laughs> Me and Tanner like to say gaming PCs have a disadvantage when I get killed in Call of Duty because of a thing called aim assist. Okay, lots of sarcasm so far. But on the real, this is a great pod. They tell you everything you need to know that's up and coming. I've been listening for quite some time now, and it's honestly the best podcast for gaming on Call of Duty. Also, please, Tanner, please stop breathing and licking into your mic every two minutes. What does that even mean? You what? always make dumb noises into your mic. That's it's because it I like it's because I move my chair. That's what makes noise, or I hit it. I'm not breathing into my mic. <laughs> I would never do that. You disgust me. You absolutely disgust me. But I eat gas. Uh, thanks for the thanks for the analytics. You stupid bitch. Uh, and then the last one, drama three hundred four. Too legit. I started listening to this show at episode twenty and haven't looked back. Even though I don't always agree with their opinions, I repeat where they're coming from. Okay. The leaks are clutch and the commentary is hilarious. I'm about to start streaming and competing regularly as soon as I switch to PC. Hey, here's a thought. No, you're not. If you're just switching to PC, you won't be competing any fucking time soon. You're going to need at least two years of like aiming, unless you're like 12 and you have a bunch of neuroplasticity. Uh, so maybe. But anyways... <laughs> I'm saving to get one from PowerGPU. Good choice on Twitter at PowerGPU. You can help me get a good camera setup by donating to Money Sign Drama Three Two Five on Cash App. Once again, that is Money Sign D R A M A Three Two Five on Cash App. Check me out on Twitch Drama Three O Four. Keep the numbers the same though, yeah. Let's keep the numbers the same. So on Twitch, it's Drama Three O Four. Keep up the dope podcast, fellas. Well, Drama 304 and Drama 325, figure it out. Thanks for the analytics, sir. Um, I'm glad you've been enjoying it. I, I appreciate the kind words from you and from everyone, of course. It is going to take you some time playing on PC, especially if you're using, really only if you're using a mouse and keyboard uh, to get really good. But I support your your quest, uh, your venture into this uh, this arena. So keep that in mind. Pritch taking a shit. Let's fucking go. Ah. Taking a shit at work. So these bits are for Tanner and not that bitch Casey. You love to see it, Pritch. I, I will keep that in mind when I get the, the payment for those 1000 bits in approximately 45 days. I will have conveniently <laughs> forgotten that those bits were for Tanner. So. Yeah, he get, steals from me. Get skimazzed, bitch. Pritch and Tanner, get skimazzed. But thank you, dude. I appreciate it. Uh, and then that is uh, the end of this section. So if you're listening for the jingle, it is coming right up. Also, hi, Kaylee. Welcome. So, 
first section, as always, of course, is playlist updates and a little store bundle action. This week in... Okay, what just happened? Control Z's is a lifesaver. This week in MDub and Warzone. Playlist and store bundles. So, what do we have here? We have the fun party mode debuts in Modern Warfare. One in the chamber is a free-for-all mode where each player begins the match with a single bullet in a randomly selected weapon. This is a staple. If you played Call of Duty, you know what one in the chamber is. You can earn another bullet by getting a kill, and every weapon is a one-shot kill. You only have three lives, and the highest score wins, so check your aim, then fire. Okay, so one in the chamber, party mode. Uh, there's also some blueprints. Uh, this one I bought. It's called Wendingo. It is a Kruger skin, and it also, it's a fucking dope Kruger skin, by the way. If I can find it, I'll show you. Uh, Tanner, find that if you can. I'm going to keep reading this. Um, but in addition to the really cool Kruger skin, it's like an icy skin. Avalanche incoming. Uh, go listen to episode 35. Interview with Modern Warzone. 50,000 Twitter followers and growing. And we had him on the pod. And we're mods in his stream. So we have clout. Uh, in addition to that skin, we also got two blueprints in that bundle, which are pretty cool. And these are the first in the game to offer a death effect. Now, if you played Black Ops 4, you will be familiar with death effects. Um, in BO4, they were... They were kind of like... Like, you know how in Modern Warfare you can have a weapon charm? It's purely cosmetic. Imagine if there mm -hmm. was a separate dialogue box in the customized weapon screen for death effect and then you could pick between a bunch of random shit that happens like confetti comes out of your head if you get headshotted those were death effects in black ops 4 these blueprints offer the same thing called like cryo snap or cryo freeze or something so uh if you're using one of these two blueprints and you kill someone wherever the last bullet hits it'll like freeze and then like fly off so if you shoot them in the head, it's like their head freezes and flies off. If you shoot them in the leg, same thing, etc. Uh, so they're not the same as BO4. It's not a death effect in the customized menu. But if you're using the blueprint, then you will have that death effect after you get kills. Uh, and the two blueprints, by the way, unfortunately, kind of, are for the Scar H and the Uzi. Now the Scar H, it got buffed relatively recently. It's still not good enough. But the Uzi is fantastic with the new uh, ammo, the 41 AUE uh, United Nations ammo. I don't know the acronym. Don't ask. Uh, it's really good with that ammo. So you could put it on that and then use that. And then the skin is super fucking dope as well. Were you able to, uh, to find it, Tanner? Yeah, I put it. The link's in the... Uh, yeah, next one. There we go. Got it. So here's what that skin looks like, which is really fucking cool. Taiga. You guys can see it right here. It's fucking dope. And like I said, this is more um, evidence for, uh, I think, an avalanche or something with snow happening on the Warzone map. So. And then we also. That is pretty much it, I think. Wait, where uh, are you seeing it's an Uzi? I bought it. Oh, what's that other picture on this link then? I don't know what this is. Let's find out. Want to make a splash in your next match? Okay. Have your enemies look twice at your gear when you equip goods from the Notice Me 3 bundle. 
So that has a uh, a blueprint for what looks like a striker. Yeah, and it's, it's another, another weeb bundle. It's another uwu weeb bundle. Belle Delphine is back, by the way, for all you weebs in the chat. Uh, and there's no death effect as far as I know. That uh, that is that correlates to that. So what else do we have? There's also the 50 v 50 in Verdansk. That is now live. I think it's been live for a minute. Uh, Tanner, I'm assuming you have not played that, right? I've heard nothing but horrible things about it, correct? Tell us more. Uh, they say everyone just camps. Everyone snipes in the back. You get just shot out of the air as soon as you come back in. Um, yeah, apparently it's just not fun at all. Yeah. I mean, it's basically like a party mode. Yeah. It's, I'm no, I have no interest in it's ever not trying something it. something takes. Yeah. Yeah. So... For sure. For sure. Uh, so that's live. And then that's called Warzone Rumble. And then that's pretty much it here. And then there was one more playlist update as well. Uh, what do we have here? We've got Gunfight 3v3 Snipers Only. Uh, we've seen this before and we'll see it again. Gunfight Blueprints, that's going to be 2v2s, one in the chamber, which we went over. And Realism Ground War replaces regular Ground War. Realism just means headshot multipliers like 10x. Uh, and then there's no heads-up display. That's pretty much the only difference. It's like a cross between core and hardcore. That's Realism. Uh, it's dumb, and it makes me mad, and... Uh, so while we have this, we don't have regular ground war. Don't ask me why Infinity Ward chose to do this, but they did. Um, and then also keep in mind, Blood Money, which is a variation of Plunder, will be coming back Thursday, June 18th. By the time you're listening to this podcast, it will be live at the time of recording. That will be tomorrow, the 18th. Uh, let's see. And then that's pretty much it for that. So, now let's get into patch notes. The meat and potatoes of this podcast. So, real small patch here. And it's just a couple bug fixes. One is to help prevent spawning out of the map on Scrapyard. We've all seen those Twitter videos by now, I suspect. Uh where basically you spawn in on Scrapyard, it spawns you outside the map, you have no way to get in and you die. Supposedly they fixed it, doubt it. Uh, fix for some players who are unable to use content unlocked via Battle Pass. Again, maybe, maybe. I never had either of those bugs though. And then frequency, or a fix for the frequency of in-match events occurring in Warzone. Ooh, Tanner, what do you think that means? Let me read it one more time. Fix for the frequency of in-match events occurring in Warzone. This is classic Infinity Ward patch notes, by the way. Completely ambiguous. That is completely ambiguous. It can mean one of two things. It can mean they're gonna make them more frequent or less frequent. Didn't tell us. It is the definition of an ambiguous statement. Not a vague statement. Read a book. An ambiguous statement. Now, which way do you think they, they, they took this? Do you think they made them more or less frequent? Hopefully more frequent, which it should be, because we've seen, so we've seen jailbreak, um, 
I don't know. Twice? Maybe five or six. No. We've seen jailbreak the most. I would say five times. I don't know. Uh, fire sale, I have not seen at all. I'm still not sure it even exists. Have you seen it? Have you played with it? I've seen it once. Yeah. Okay. So I haven't seen it other than in watching other people play. Um, and then shoot, what's the helicopter one called? A supply drop? Mm, I don't know. I don't think that's it. But anyways, that thing we've seen maybe once or twice. Probably twice. Okay. So they're, they're, not, happening, they're not happening enough, in my opinion. They need to happen a lot more, and we need a better variety because it keeps being the jailbreak thing over and over for me. Yeah. Interesting. Well, according to our chat here, from Nick Ken and from Jake Down, they are way less frequent now. Interesting. And supposedly that was their intention. Yeah, it's kind of dumb to release events like that and then make them like that infrequent because they weren't frequent before this patch. So now they're even less frequent, which is kind of crazy. Uh, Supply Choppers is the third one, Tanner. Got it. Uh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I don't like that. I'm with you, Tanner. I'm with you and I'm with Locap on this. I wish they were more frequent. Because if you're going to mix up the game mode, I wasn't a big fan of it at first, but I kind of like it now. It makes it more fun. Mainly, they all incentivize fighting. That's why I want them to be more frequent, because I want to fight kids more. Because I want to play the first-person shooter game, not play fucking, you know, Camp Simulator or RuneScape, yeah. you know? Uh, not that there's anything wrong with RuneScape, I'm just not 10 years old anymore. So, yeah, that sucks. We'll see if that gets reverted. I feel like a lot of people would have liked the frequency pre-patch. So if there's enough clamoring, it will get reverted back. I haven't seen any clamoring of that kind, though, and I don't think Tanner has either. So, uh, so yeah, that's that's it. And then... A couple other little things, and this is courtesy of our boy, Exclusive Ace. Exclusive Ace recently made a video, and I recommend him on almost every podcast episode we do. Follow him on YouTube, an excellent subscription. He goes over, like, stealth patch notes. He does very meticulous testing of, like, everything, uh, and he's extremely reliable. And he released a video this week about uh, recoil in general and some interesting findings were a result. So if you draw your attention to the screen here, class, first of all, we have, this is an image of the Growl 556's recoil pattern with different types of um, grips on it. So we've got the base grip, which means no underbarrel, commando, merc, operator, and ranger. Uh, and then you can see that they do different things. They all help recoil control to a degree. Unsurprising. He also did this for an optic. And this was surprising. So if you're looking on the screen here, base means iron sights, no optic at all. Jesus Christ, I can't get it right. There we go. And VLK3X is like the most popular optic in Warzone right now. It's a 3X optical zoom. And there were rumors, people tweeting at Ace, hey, the VLK reduces recoil. It doesn't say it reduces recoil. It's an optic, so it certainly shouldn't reduce recoil. But lo and behold, on the growl, it appears to. And you can see that from the image. 
it's not super big. Like, it doesn't help your recoil a ton. Um, and... It's... Yeah, it's not that big, but it's pretty big. Especially if you look at the first burst of, like, 10 rounds. Like, you see here, it goes left, right, left, right, left. On the VLK, it's very much straighter. Very much straighter cluster in those first couple of, uh, of rounds. And recoil of a weapon is most important for the first few rounds. Because you always have to fire those rounds. Uh, so... The fact that the VLK helps with recoil, especially in the first few rounds la rather than later, means that this is actually pretty fucking broken. And it, of course, doesn't mention that it helps recoil, nor should it help recoil. But nonetheless, it does. And it mainly helps with vertical recoil. So rather than going up in like a left to right fashion, like a diagonal up left, diagonal up right, it's more like straight up is the recoil pattern, which makes it much easier to control, obviously. And then he did the same test for the M4. Again, iron sights is on the left here. VLK is on the right. It's a lot more noticeable with the M4. It's a lot more noticeable. Again, in those first 12 rounds, 20 rounds, the iron sights bounce left and right a lot as they go up. Uh, but with the VLK, it goes a lot more straight up with a lot less horizontal variance. And again, a VLK should not be doing this at all. Yet it does. Uh, do you think this was discovered and then the VLK became super popular or vice versa, Tanner? Because we all know that the VLK is like the meta right now as the optic for Warzone. Do you think that there were some insiders who knew it helped with recoil and then decided to do it? Or do you think it was the other way around? No, I think it's probably been like this for the entire time and just nobody noticed because people weren't using it. Um, I don't really, I don't think people, somebody realized this say and then everyone started using it. I think it's just more people want didn't want a red dot. They wanted something a little bit more and they didn't want you know, like a four time zoom or something larger. So they stuck with a VLK. Um, yeah, because I, I doubt anybody tested the scopes like that beforehand. You, that, that's not something you would even think of testing, right? And especially like I've never seen the VLK ran in multiplayer. I don't think ever. So <clears throat> up until about two weeks ago, I don't think anybody in this game was running it for anything, really. So it's probably been that way the entire time. And I'm sure there's a bunch of other scopes that do the same thing that we don't know about. Um, and it's, it's just been there all along waiting to be tested. Yeah. Uh, I have to agree with you. I have to agree with you here. I think it's probably VLK has probably always had this effect on recoil and it just wasn't noticed until now because why the fuck would you test the recoil changing when you equip an optic? It defies all logic and common sense. So you'd never think to test it. Yet, this is Modern Warfare 2019 Game of the Year Edition, where nothing makes sense. It's like I'm in fucking Alice in Wonderland, LSD, Acid Trip, Stock, uh, Woodstock 69 fucking crazy land, where nothing makes sense, nothing is real, everything is permitted, and uh, we have fucking optics 
helping with your recoil control on guns. Makes no sense. I'm with Tanner. I think this has probably always been in the game and just no one noticed it until uh, very recently. I think, yeah, I think people started using the VLK a ton because that's what the streamers started doing in Warzone. And then someone was like, dude, I really feel like I have less recoil with the VLK. And then they tweeted that at exclusive and now it's common knowledge. Um, I, what I don't understand is how is this even possible? I feel like this is one of the problems, or not problems, this is one of the difficulties of having such a complex gunsmith. There are so many variables at play when you have literally thousands of attachments available in your game that things like this are almost bound to happen. So I would like to turn this to you, Tanner. In the next Infinity Ward title, assuming the, assuming the gunsmith is just as robust as it is in this game, do you think attachments are going to be poorly described, have shit tooltips, and have effects that they shouldn't have like they do in this game, in that game? Absolutely. Of course, they're going to all be wrong. I mean, everybody was asking. People have been asking since beta. They said, this graph is worthless. Give us numbers. Give us a way to easily compare it with other attachments. Um, let us compare it against other weapons. So if Gunsmith is in a future Infinity Ward game, it's going to absolutely be as screwed up as it is now. Um I mean, yeah, like, really, how easy would it have been to change those graphs to numbers? Like, people, that was seriously one thing in the beta I remember people complaining about. Yep. We complained again, about it's just, it. Yeah. And, it, again, it's just one of those things where Call of Duty games are not released finished. And I know people don't want to have two-year life cycles of Call of Duty games, but also quit complaining about how shitty the game is if you don't want a two-year cycle. Because if we have two-year cycles, they'll release much better than they have been. And I would much rather do that. I would love a two-year cycle. It would fix a lot of issues like that, I believe. Very interesting. Very interesting. I think I want to... I think I want to table the two-year life cycle discussion. Maybe that could be an entire episode. Because I have a lot to say on that. I have a lot to say on that that I'm not going to say now. But uh, to the question that I posed to you, I think... I just don't know what goes into coding and shit. And this is when I wish I knew, like, nerd shit like that. Um, but... Despite the complexities of the gunsmith, this should still never be happening. Like a, like a sight-changing recoil patterns? I don't know. It just seems like that's such a hard thing to fuck up that they managed to fuck up. And it makes me absolutely furious. But, uh, so now you guys know, once again, one more time... Here's what that looks like. It's most drastic on the M4. You can really see. Uh, so I would say if you're using like a holographic for uh, Warzone, or if you or if you're using the 3.25 for Warzone, uh, you should consider just switching to the VLK because in addition to giving you the zoom that you want, uh, it will also help your recoil control. Which is huge. Which is huge. So. With that said, moving on here. That's it for patches. And that's it for secret patches. 
Honestly, I expected there to be more leaks of stealth changes to have come out by now, but they haven't. So I'm sure that there are more stealth changes that were introduced in season four. And when those things come to light, we will of course cover them. But at this juncture, no such other stealth changes exist. So that is it for that section. And now we're moving on to news and upcoming changes. First thing here, this is not terribly surprising, but it is something to keep in mind. Warzone menu hints at upcoming modes, including BR200. So let's see. Yeah, so apparently it's by it's via this image, and you guys can see that on the screen now. Uh, this is something about free-to-play players see this screen, and uh, somewhere here, it's... I don't see 200 here. Do you? I'm, I'm also looking at it and trying to figure it out. I don't know. It needs to be one of those little those little emblems in the middle. Got to be something to do with that, right? It's not, but yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Let me here. Let me dive in real quick. Oh no, it's here. I found it. I found it. So if you guys look on the top left right here, it says BR two hundred. Very top left of the screen. So they're hinting at BR two hundred, which is almost all but confirmed. Mm, yeah. Basically, it just means 200 people in the lobby instead of 150. Um, so right now, 150 is the maximum number of players in any lobby of Battle Royale. And that is soon getting increased to 200. Uh, Tanner, what are do you think that's going to be even noticeable on a map this big? If so, is it good or bad? Or are you apathetic about it? No, it'd be noticeable. I think it'd be fun. I mean, yeah, the map is so large, you can drop so many places and still probably not land to anybody or by anybody. Um, I'm just wondering how the end game would play out. Because given now, instead of six ways to respawn and come back into the game, there are about 40. Um, you know, we may be getting into the final circle and there's uh, 80 people left. So not really sure that could get weird. I'm sure... I'm sure they've been play testing it though. <laughs> Thank you. You need yeah. to cue that one up. Of course, absolutely. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think I like how it sounds. I think it would be a good change, but I am just very interested to see how end game will play. Because even as of now, the second to last circle usually still has 50, 60 people left. So it's kind of a weird, kind of a weird number to have when it's the final circle. Honestly. I don't think it would change the end game much at all. I think it would think. change the mid game a lot because mm. the size of the map isn't changing and the size of each circle isn't changing. So I feel like if there are 200 people at the start, that's just going to mean there's going to be more action in the mid game. And by the time it gets to that last circle, there's going to be about the same number of people left. I think, do I think that's a good thing? If the servers can handle it, yes. I think Warzone is still a touch too slow right now. Because of how big the map is, I think you could easily add 50 more people, and that would just make it a lot more fucking fun. 
which would be awesome. Um, so I'm excited for that, and I hope it comes sooner rather than later. And this is something we knew was coming because Infinity War themselves said they're going to eventually do 200 people. Uh, and then we're also going to have Plunder with 200 people. Uh, again, same thing. I don't know. It's just going to be more action. But the map is so big that that's totally fine with me. And then the last one that is in the screenshot is BR Juggernaut. And we still don't know uh, what that exactly means. But to me, honestly, sounds like a party mode. Sounds like it's kind of gimmicky and dumb. And I don't really care. I don't really care, to be honest. Like, how do you feel about a BR Juggernaut mode? Whatever that right. means, how do you feel about it? I wouldn't play it. Don't I don't really care. Exactly. You know, I do have a thought though about BR two hundreds. The way they have it pulled up there in the screenshot house says BR two hundred. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, it's probably just a, it's probably just a fake screenshot so people notice it. But would two hundred only be a limited game mode? I was thinking like the, that as well. Or is it just putting that there so people see, whoa, two hundreds coming? If That's... it's a limited time, I think that is extremely stupid. I if agree. they're going to do 200, it needs to just be 200 permanently. I agree. I think what but, they would probably do is release it as a limited time mode to play test it. See how their servers handle it. See what the feedback is from the community. And if it's really good, then they will just transfer regular BR to B200. And if it's not, then they will scrap it. That is my guess for what they would do. But I think that's a good observation you made, and I think you're right. I think at the beginning, it will be released as an LTM, and it's going to be a way for them to pseudo-beta test it. That is my uh, that is my guess, but I'm not positive. Yeah. So, uh, what else do we have here? Oh, shit! Dragonfire! 1,000 biddies! <laughs> Let's fucking go! Uh, Dragon, sorry, dude. I just saw that. Uh, thank you so much, dude, for the 1,000 bits. I fucking appreciate the support. I hope you're still here, by the way. Uh, I appreciate the the support. The 1,000 biddies. That is very kind of you, sir. I am honored. I am humbled. And I am, of course, privileged. Uh, thank you, dude. Thank you. First time here, by the way. Just dropping bits like a fucking demon. I appreciate you, Dragon's Fire. Hell fucking yeah, brother. You love to see it. So... Uh, let's see. What else do we have here? This is an interesting article right here that I'm very excited to go over. If my browser loads. Waiting. 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 <laughs> there we go. Okay. So. Warzone devs. Plan to bring updated UI to allow for more modes. That's not exactly what I'm uh, that what I'm excited about, but we'll 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 gloss over it. So on Twitter, Faze Swag, who I mentioned in the just chatting section of this stream, tweeted at Joe Seacott, "Can you guys put quads back at the top? Take it out of the playlist, please. It will be back in there after the weekend. In the next big update, there are further improvements." to this UI to allow for more room slash visibility. And then Plunder's coming back soon as well. Now, when I had first read this, see, Joe Seacott tweeted something about more 
visibility. And I got excited and I thought, hey, maybe the fucking game will have more visibility. Turns out I got baited. Turns out I got baited. Completely fucking baited. Uh, sadly. So, unfortunately, all this really means is that the UI is going to be better. Because the UI is fucking terrible right now. Like, the UI is like, it's like five modes and then another button to show two more modes. So they literally needed one extra slot that they just couldn't figure out how to fit into their dumb main menu. So they're going to improve that, but who really cares? I was hoping that there was going to be more actual visibility in the shit game. Uh, but of course, there is not. Sadly. The whole, the whole UI was another big thing during the beta, too, that we had. Tanner, you cut out. Hold on. What the fuck? Weird. Hold on. Technical difficulties, Twitch chat. Test, test. Test. I don't know why my mic keeps doing that. Anyways, um, remember in the beta, the whole main menu was garbage. The scoreboard was garbage. I remember the scoreboard in this game. And during the beta, I was like, oh my god, this is so bad. Like, thank god this is just a beta, thinking it would change. And the game came out, and it was exactly the same. Like, the menu, the scoreboard, nothing has changed, so. True. True. I mean, I would love a UI update for that type of stuff. Like, people always ask, like, dude, at least give us a total rank. Like, it doesn't have to be a prestige system but just give us like a total rank we've earned over the time playing and put that next to our name like mm -hmm. i don't know something but that's something else they won't do that's something else they won't do and that that would actually be more important too like your yeah. ui experience in game is way more important than having to click an extra button to like queue for fours like their main menu right now is dumb but it's not that big of a deal because once you're in the game it's fine you just have to press literally like two extra buttons but the UI in the game is atrocious. And here's another thing, speaking of fucking Warzone UI, I can change my custom class in multiplayer in the middle of a game. Why don't they let you do it during Warzone? Has that pissed you off yet, Tanner? Of course it has. Yeah, it's incredibly dumb. Incredibly dumb. So hopefully they change that, but will they? Absolutely fucking not. Absolutely fucking not. Uh, all right, so moving on here, a little more news items. This one happened today, in fact. Um, 100 Thieves tweeted that they were going to have a four-week Warzone tournament to support organizations furthering racial equality. And then over the four weeks, they were planning on donating $100,000 to the cause. And they were being sponsored by Cash App and JBL Audio to do this. Uh, and then Activision in their infinite wisdom, because let me bring this back, because Activision really cares about Black Lives Matter, right? Absolutely fucking not. Absolutely fucking not. So what did Activision do in response to this news? 100 Thieves tweets again. Unfortunately, Activision has denied our request to use Warzone for this charity tournament 
So we'll need to postpone Gamers for Equality. We hope to still host this tournament and are working to find alternative solutions. How fucking dumb can Activision possibly be? They tweeted, oh, we care about black people. But hey, like George Bush, don't care about black people, evidently, because they're fucking putting the kibosh on a charity event using their game where all the proceeds are going to Black Lives Matter, which they pretended to care about but didn't actually care about, by the way, which I mentioned a couple episodes ago. Um, so they've donated some money themselves, which is great. But why the fuck would they deny this? Now, there are theories on Twitter that the reason they denied this is because um, because they're sponsored by Cash App, the event. And there's some kind of whatever there. But I don't see that as a sufficient justification to, uh, to deny uh, 100 Thieves the ability to do this event uh so tanner what are your what are your thoughts on on this whole shit storm i really don't understand any of it i don't get why activision would deny it um i don't i don't really understand what it has to do with their sponsor all i know is uh later in the day the 100 thieves ceo founder nade shot he posted some video that was like four minutes long explaining the situation, and I wish I had time to watch it, but I did not. So he came out with something that said the whole thing was blown out of proportion, blah, blah. And fortunately, I didn't have time to watch it. Blown out of proportion. So does that mean that Activision is now allowing them to do the event? No, it sounds like I, I don't know. I, again, I wish I had time to watch it. Yeah, I didn't even see that. But, um,. I mean, if Activision didn't allow them to do the event, then I don't feel like it's blown very out of proportion, you know? But what, why would they not allow it because of the sponsor? Like, what does the sponsor really have to do with it? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. It's like, Activision has made some startlingly dumb decisions, but disallowing a charity event for their game is so dumb that I think there must be some other reason that I don't understand. And maybe that would be in uh, the video. So perhaps someone in chat has read the, or read, has watched the video and can tell us more as to why Activision may have denied the request for this uh, to happen. But this all, uh, this all stems back to uh, what we've said many times on this podcast, which is a lot of the problems with this game, with the PR, uh, with the decision-making, is not Infinity Ward's fault. It's Activision's fault. Infinity Ward could have said, hey, yeah, go ahead, use, uh, use our game. That's awesome. We support Black Lives Matter. But it's not up to them. It's up to Activision. And Activision has the ultimate authority to do whatever it wants. Uh, and they're not the development team. And that's why that is so bad because people who don't make the game are in charge of uh, the executive powers for that game. So this is just a terrible PR move. And I am very curious to see 
concrete reasons as to why this uh, this charity event was not allowed to proceed because it is such bad PR and they would have known that when they denied it that they must have what amounts to them to a good uh, reason for doing it. I just don't know what that reason is. I really don't know uh, what that is. Nate Shot made it seem like it's more than just the sponsors, but that's all they told him. That's even worse. If it's not the sponsors, why would you deny the request? They already came out in support of Black Lives Matter. Activision did with their statement uh, and their delaying of season four. So it's not like they're going to be in hot water for getting political because they've already gotten political. So why yeah, not exactly. double down and actually do something good and let this event happen that you don't have to do a goddamn thing for, by the way. You just have to allow it to happen on your game and your servers are going to be up anyway. So why wouldn't you allow it to happen? Very fucking strange. Very fucking strange. So maybe we'll come back to that if any more information comes to light. I suspect the event will happen eventually. I don't know what they're going to have to change to make it happen, though. But it is uh, it is an interesting report. And then this last one, I haven't had much time to look into. But it is interesting to me, and I'm curious if you guys have any thoughts on it and if Tanner does. AT&T is looking to sell Warner Gaming Division and Activision is interested. So I didn't know AT&T had a gaming division. I've never heard of the Warner Gaming Division. But nonetheless, Activision is trying to buy this. Uh, Warner Brothers Entertainment's gaming division. So... I am trying to see, existed. here we go. AT&T is seeking buyers to take the gaming division, which has developed games based on the Warner Brothers IP intellectual property, including Harry Potter, Mortal Kombat, Batman, and more. So Mortal Kombat was a good game series. I didn't know Harry Potter had video games, but the movies are bad. The books are bad. And um, the video game is probably fucking awful. The old Harry Potter games actually were pretty fun, not going to lie. I think last one I played was probably on PlayStation 2. Idiot. Well, the Batman games were supposedly really good, right? Like Arkham Asylum and shit? Don't care. I don't care. Either. I don't care about any of these. But anyway, they're, so they're, they're selling it. Activision's going to buy it. Activision Blizzard... Alongside EI and Take-Two have all expressed interest in buying the gaming division from AT&T. No deal is in the works. Um, the report also claims that since the majority of the games Warner's gaming division makes is around their IP, the company which does purchase the division will enter a potential IP licensing agreement with AT&T to continue to develop games based on Warner's property. So let me put it this way. Because this isn't exactly related to Call of Duty, but some of you may play other games. If you're a fan of Mortal Kombat, Batman, Harry Potter, or any other games in the Warner Brothers catalog, you should fucking get on your knees and pray to God that Activision does not acquire uh, 
Warner Brothers gaming division because they're going to fuck it up. They can take the best development team in existence and ruin the game. And we've seen it here with Modern Warfare 2019, skill-based matchmaking, and ship maps, which are all Activision's fault. So if you're a big fan of these games, just hope there's nothing you can do, but hope that Activision does not acquire this, uh, this uh, division. So... We will have our eyes peeled on that and we will keep you apprised of any updates should there be any. So, um, let me see here. Uh, okay. Uh, Tanner, are you playing tonight? I, no. No? Okay. Is Itch live? No. Not yet. Okay. Don't worry about it. Is Douglas live? He was. All right. We'll figure it out. Yes, he is. Okay. Uh, so anyways, Tanner, that is it for the, um, the episode for today, no, really. Uh, but today, uh, cancel culture has, has stricken again. With uh, comedian Chris D'Elia. Chris D'Elia. He has been accused by dozens of females that um, that he was grooming them. He was soliciting pictures from them. He was, uh, you know, trying to fuck 17-year-olds when he was like 30 or something. Yikes. All very interesting. All very interesting. I happen to be a huge podcast fan. I'm a very big fan of all these comedians' podcasts. I listen to most of them. Uh, I liked, I like, congratulations with Chris D'Elia. Uh, so this was fucking weird to me. Based on what I've seen, it's not looking great. It's not looking great. Uh, so here are my takeaways with respect to this, as if anyone cared. Number one, it doesn't look like he did anything illegal. Number two, it does look like he's done a ton of creepy, weird shit that is legal, but not great. You know, if the age of consent is 16 and you're trying to fuck 17 year olds when you're 30, legal, not great. Not a great look. Uh, and lastly, the biggest takeaway, you can never trust a sober Sally. You can never trust a sober Sally. Crystalia always talked about, oh, I've never drank alcohol. I've never done drugs. Well, you're a fucking psychopath. And this doesn't <laughs> surprise me. Because who is sober? Serial killers. And people that do things like this, evidently. Now, obviously, none of this is confirmed. I think it's pretty clear that he was at least, at the very least, kind of creepy. Um, if you're a recovering addict and you're a sober Sally, that's fine. But if you just say, I've never drank alcohol, Razanosus. Razanosus. Let's get some Razanosus in the chat yeah, for that. Yeah, get some Razanosus in the chat for that. So, uh, Tanner, do you, priests and nuns are sober? Well, no one is more Razanosus than a Catholic priest. Ha, Jex. So, hey, dude. 
More evidence. <laughs> More evidence. So, anyways, um, do you have any thoughts on this Crystalia thing? You aren't a huge like comedy fan like I am, so I don't think this affected you as much. Not at all. But um, so, what are you saying? You're saying I don't think he did anything illegal, but he's done a bunch of creepy shit. I thought three girls literally came out and said he raped them. Uh, Is I didn't that what see happened like or no? that? No. Well, no one knows what actually happened. I don't think anything. I don't think the the R word was thrown around. It's just that's like there were a lot the exact of like thing I saw. That's weird. I will right, we'll pull up the documents, but a lot of what I saw was. Um, was people just saying like leaking supposed DMs between girls who were like 16 and 17 and Chris when he was like 30, which is still like 10 years ago, but, and he's like trying to like fuck him, but he didn't do, but there was no rape accusation as far as I saw. Yeah. I don't, I think the thing I read was just a, probably some dumb thing on Twitter. Yeah. Now that I'm reading it, it doesn't say anything about rape. Yeah. So allegations that's why I said, that he harassed. So that's why I said, I think he's guilty of being Razano sus. I don't think he's guilty of like anything illegal. Still I weird though. Low cap said it's the dude from that 70s show. That's who I'm thinking of. He apparently Someone else actually got raped the dude from that 70s show. What's his name? That 70s show. What's um, his name on the show? I don't know. I don't watch that dumb show. Um, <laughs> Danny Masterson. I don't know his don't real know name. Is. I'll look it he up. was the one with the long hair. God, what's his dumb name in the show? Here, I'll show you guys. Oh, this is... uh. He's charged? Holy shit. Yeah, with three counts of rape. That's Whoa. who I'm thinking of. Was it statutory or... I don't know. Whoa. What was his name in the show? Dude, it's not statutory, which is, I don't know. I don't know. Whoa, dude. I It's not statutory. 23-year-old, 28-year-old, and 23-year-old. Holy shit. Hide. Hide. That's who it was in the show, Hide. Wow, that's crazy. I didn't hear about this. Like I said, I'm a huge like comedy fan. See, read more. Chris D'Elia denies sexual misconduct allegations. Fucking crazy, dude. Fucking crazy. It's so, like, I don't want to obviously deny that any of this happened, and I'm sure it did. I just, like, it's so strange to me that, like, some women, like, they feel they have to wait that long to bring it up. Or, like, you know, like, how exactly, like, why does it happen so long after, you know? I guess everybody's different, and a lot of people don't ever want to speak up about it. But that's just interesting to me always. What did I say, 2001? Yeah, 2003. Damn. It kind of makes sense, though, because it's like it happens to a bunch of people. And then once one person says it, then everyone else who was a victim feels like emboldened to come forward. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Yep. I've also, you know, I've never been a a young woman who was raped by a celebrity. Exactly. So, you know, it's like, I don't know what that I don't know. what that's you don't, like. Yeah. You don't I know probably would never say up. anything, though. Honestly. Yeah. Uh huh. It's like, you know, no one's going to believe me if they do. Yeah, that, that's what's almost weird. It's like if, yeah, it's like if if you've waited that long, it's like I'm, I'm it's kind of almost weird. You even you even bring it back up. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but we don't know how that is. And 
Hopefully never will. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to be a young girl who gets raped anytime soon, hopefully. Well, males get raped occasionally as well. Well, that's true. But uh, we'll see. Read a book. We'll see. I have a blue belt. I'll strangle a rapist. So, uh, Nick okay. Can, 86. Hell yeah. With the Twitch Prime. Thank you, sir. I am honored. I am humbled. And I am, of course, privileged. Now, I hear in, in the chat, I, I read uh, Awkward. This is from Nick Can, who just subbed. Awkward, I'm a pastor and don't drink. Stay frosty. Oh, yeah. shit. Wrong sound. All right. Action. Nick Can, awkward. I am a pastor and don't drink. Monka S. Now, Nick, obviously, I am joking. And if you're a pastor, you're not a Catholic priest. Now, I am an Irishman through and through. And there's a lot <laughs> of... love saying you're Irish. There's a lot of Catholicism around me. And I was raped by a priest when I was a child. That's a joke, by the way. Imagine if I just actually said that. The wall just that. got 10 Damn, feet taller. That's, you're shit, dude. We're both shit on the soundboards. I was trying to do the jail one. That was... Okay. I wouldn't be in jail. That was a joke, and that was a joke in poor taste, by the way. So, I, I'm i gonna backpedal on that. But, no, I'm very... I'm, uh, I'm as close to Catholicism without being a Catholic as anyone can get. So, I'm allowed to make those jokes. But it's also a joke. So, relax. I do think it is weird... There's a difference between someone who doesn't drink and someone who, who has never drank alcohol in their life. Crystal Lee is a 40-year-old man who said he has never drank alcohol in his life. That's, we that's weird. That is weird. It doesn't make you a pedophile, obviously, but it is fucking weird. Now, there could be reasons why you wouldn't, but again, when I said that, it's a fucking joke, so... Don't take it seriously. I don't know if you took it seriously, Nick, but I hope you didn't because I don't know you. I don't know why you do or don't drink. And I'm a 28-year-old living in his parents' house doing a podcast about a video game. So my opinion should not matter to you. But more importantly, that isn't even really my opinion. It's just a fucking joke. I do think it's weird. That's not a joke. Uh, but it's not that weird. And it depends on the reasons and whatever. You you figured it out. So, uh, anyways, anyways, what do we have here? What do we have here? You wait till someone gets some money. And then what was one thing? No, I think that was it. Anything else you wanted to go over, Young Tanner, in general? No, don't think so. No? Okay. Okay. All right. Well, uh, this will wrap it up for the pod. We are going to raid somebody. I don't know who. Uh, but we'll we'll find out. But um, thank you all for watching. Sorry that this was a, a little bit of a short episode, but unfortunately, like I said, we were a little light on updates today. Um, so hopefully next. Uh, well, Saturday is definitely going to be a good episode. Those are always a fucking blast. Uh, and then hopefully on Wednesday, we have some more updates to go over for you guys. This has just been a light week. Everything is fucking crazy in the world right now with COVID and protests and black people getting extrajudicially assassinated by the state. Uh, so, you know, shit's just weird right now. So if there aren't updates, well, 
we can blame those things. So hopefully the internet continues to work next week. How about that? How about you count yourself lucky if there is a fucking podcast next week? If my fucking <laughs> power doesn't get shut off by Antifa. So damn. Uh, with that said, have an excellent evening. Thank you for watching. Uh, and until next time, remember, young kings and queens, stay humble. Stay humble. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.